Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Master. If we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day two of our Awakened devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verse 12, and it says this. But while in deep distress, Manasseh sought the Lord his God and sincerely humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. The devotional is titled, Never Too Far Gone. It says this, To say Manasseh was an evil king is like saying the Grand Canyon is a hole in the ground. The Bible said he shed so much innocent blood that he filled Jerusalem with it from one end to another. If any one monarch's abominations were to blame for God's abandonment of Judah to exile, it was this king who had done wickedly more than all the Amorites did who were before him. Gratefully, God is not a stoic being who deals with humankind in a manner devoid of emotions and sentiments. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. That was Psalm 103, 8-11. Even when we've chosen unwisely, even when we've relished our own stubborn resistance, he remains eager to express these beautiful elements of his character to us. He longs to receive the rebellious back into his welcoming arms. He loves seeing his grace exalted and watching it change us into his image. Nothing we've done, no matter how devastating or devious, can push us too far out of his love to reach us, rescue us, and restore us. When we call to him, he hears us just like he heard Manasseh. For when the Lord sent the armies of the foreign nations against him, and they captured Manasseh with hooks, bound him with bronze chains, and took him to Babylon, judgment fell like hailstones. But in his distress, Manasseh humbled himself greatly before the Lord. And God was moved by his entreaty and heard his supplication and brought him again to Jerusalem, to his kingdom. After such bountiful restoration, Manasseh received his kingdom back, and the remainder of his life looked a whole lot different than the first. When we respond to our father's discipline by humbling ourselves with the godly sorrow of true repentance, he will pour out his mercy on us. It's never too late, and you are never too far gone to receive the restoring power of the one who loves you. This is really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. I especially love that last line. He will pour out his mercy on us. It's never too late, and you are never too far gone to receive the restoring power of the one who loves you. Yeah. And for me, this kind of piggybacks what we talked about yesterday, where we kind of, we're talking about like a refreshment, a restoration of our joy, mm -hmm. to feel restful, to feel well-rested. And this one for me is just to remind us that like those things that we're holding on to, both big and small, mm -hmm. are weighing us down. Yeah. And we don't want to be overly encumbered to where we're failing to move in the direction that God has called us to. Yeah. 
I know for me, I've tried to redeem so many things I've done wrong when God is just saying, just come to me, just run to the father. But I'm like, no, just let me go do these good works real quick. Okay. Just let me go do this thing. And then you'll consider me lovable. He's like, no, I love you because I love you Mm -hmm. because I love you. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with what I did, but had to do with who he is to me. He's my loving father. And we need to make sure that we have that perspective of him. And really, like, it'd be good for all of us to sit down and be like, wow, do I look at him as my loving father? Because when I, you know, you hear this thing when you become parents where you, there's this, like, goal where you you want to be your kid's parents, but you also want to be their friend, too. Yeah. There's a, there's, you want them to feel like they can trust you, like they can depend on you, yeah. to where if they were ever in a situation that would require the parents to come help out, then you want them. You want them to run to you. Yeah. You want them to feel comfortable to call out to you. Exactly. But are we looking at God as that Mm -hmm. whenever we have caught ourselves in moments of sin or, you know, moments where we're being disobedient or whatever that may be, are we quick to run to him, to apologize, Mm -hmm. to repent, to say, God, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why I did that, but Lord, will you just forgive me, please? And just be quick to repent. And he's quick to forgive us. Right. But no, sometimes it takes me a long time to get there. And I think it could be great for all of us, again, to, to as we uncover that refreshed heart and that refreshed yeah. soul, to allow God to chisel off the things that are hardened in our heart yeah. and, and to be willing to run back to him, both for the big things and the small things. Yeah, this is so good. And honestly, it just really hits home for me because I feel like I've felt this way with God before. Like I felt like... I was too far gone. I felt like, why would God use a girl like me who's done things that I've done? And I've shared that a lot with you guys about how it's taken me a long time to see myself the way God sees me. And I think that I'll continue to walk through that with God until the day I meet him face to face. But I do just want to encourage anyone out there who has felt this way or is feeling this way currently that you're not too far gone that literally you are one prayer away from receiving the forgiveness of God but I love that this devotional put out it's a godly sorrow like it is a true humbling repentance to say there is a holy righteous God with no fault in him. And he loves me. Like he loves me. And when I go to him, he has a warm embrace for me. He has mercies that are never ending. Every single morning that I wake up, his mercies are new. And so there's nothing that you can do. Like if you read this story of this evil king The fact that he was humble enough and the Lord restored his life, you are not too far gone from the Lord restoring your life. And I think that that's just such a beautiful thing and it points to the goodness of God. It points to his character. Not anything you could ever do. It points to his goodness, his loving kindness, and his restoring grace. And I do think that maybe if you're like me and you've just gone through tough seasons and you've experienced this type of grace, it just, it magnifies it. Like when Mm -hmm. you actually realize how sinful you can be left up to your own devices and you've been met 
by this grace that washes you clean, then it it just magnifies the depth of this grace that is never ending. And I hope that it encourages it encourages you to share the same grace with those around you too. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess before we pray now, I would just say that I loved what the author said when they wrote that he longs for the rebellious to come back home. Yeah. And again, that can look like the bigger things, like mm-hmm. we're, we're like actively living in sin yeah. or it can look like smaller things where it's just yeah. like, Oh, like I didn't realize that I was idolizing that thing. Or I didn't yeah. realize that I was putting that expectation on God. Yeah. It's like he longs for us to bring stuff to him. Exactly. And so I think that's the the real big takeaway for me is to realize that he desires a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. But because he loves us so much, he's probably going to point out some of those things, yeah. you know. And yeah. but he is not doing it to like like see you're you're wrong there. He's like, see, I, us. I can help you with that. Right. I can help you shed that. Yeah. I can give you rest. Mm-hmm. I can help you feel refreshed. And mm-hmm. so it's like, there's this thing where it's like, wow, it would actually be so good of us to run to him. Yeah, it's out of his goodness. Amen. Yeah. You want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder that your loving embrace is always waiting for us. Father, I also just want to take this time to pray over the people who are in a rebellious season, um, whether they're listening right now or someone comes to their mind, Father, would you um, encourage us to be in prayer over those people who haven't run back to you yet, Father? Whether that be that you open up an opportunity for us to share your good news and your grace and your love with them, um, Father, or just be on our knees in prayer, and in in, on the battlefield for them, interceding for them, Father. Lord, we want our prayers to not just impact our life, but impact the world, impact the ones that we love, Father. So we pray today for the lost to come home, Father. For those who don't know your love yet, God, that they would experience your love today, Father, that they would encounter a Christian today and say, I want to know that God that they serve. Father, would you help us be set apart? Would you help us shine your light? Would you help us extend the the grace that we've experienced to others as well? Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen.